For the thousands in the comments and the millions listening on YouTube Premium. All right, folks, welcome to another episode of Kanitro here on Kanatfest. Hello. The stars. Kakalan is back. <laughs> Finally. And I've got my own personal little Pepe with me here. Ah, oh, yes. and the, the chili Bjorn. This is me now. This is who I am. Yeah. And I figured since, you know, this was Nitro and this is uh, the house that Pepe built. Yeah. That, you know, truly. It was, it was time for Chili to make his, his, uh, be here for a full episode at least. 100%. No costume. What an episode. Here. This was crazy. Yeah. It's still not full of. Nitro no. bullshit, but I was having a ball. The car, yeah. The match that we didn't get, we'll get there. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, "Holy shit, let's go!" Yeah, I didn't agreed. know this happened, and that's why, because it didn't. Yeah, that's why. Uh, uh, I do want to mention, Colin, you picked a great few weeks <laughs> to take off because been bad. the last few episodes have not been good. <laughs> it's been like. Uh, a new level of hatred for Hulk Hogan uh, wow. we've had, uh, we've developed just because he's just dragging the show down and the whole show is based around his story and it's yeah. getting worse. Uh, but I, there's I a light at the end of the tunnel. We did tell Jordan that. We were like, hey, man, the yeah. Dungeon of Doom stuff, you're going to be it's, there. It's, you're going to be in that dungeon for a long time. We're we're past the valley. We're, we're getting back to a, a peak of the hill. Before there's going to be a big crash, but it is getting better now. This yes. is actually the last time we see uh, uh, Dread Pirate Hogan as uh, Jordan coined him. Oh my Brilliant. god! Yeah. It's awful. It is. <laughs> it is. It, it has ruined not only the show, yeah, but like it has tainted the NWO. Me knowing that this happened, yeah, <laughs> that they already tried it and it sucks shit. It's and, such the yeah. fact that he looks exactly the, the same. same. Same stuff is such a bummer. Yeah. They didn't it's, even try it, anything else. They it's were like the weirdest, put him with cooler guys. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> also like, classic WWE WCW revisionist history. Yeah, and oh also just God. being like, what side is Sting on? <laughs> is Sting with it? It's like same exact oh, angle, like the too. same story. Uh, this match was better it, than than the Starcade match. This so. I, I I'm surprised actually they gave them this much time. We'll get to it. I want to mention I am so excited. Uh, I I don't know if you guys know the uh, Twitter account WCW Cuts Live WCW Deep Cuts. Mm -mm. Oh, uh, uh, it is uh, run by uh, a very fine fellow, Thomas Green, Tom Green, and oh, uh, Tom Green. Green. He sent me a link. Uh, like he, he, might, his he might have a, is his bomb on the is his bomb on the nitro. Yeah, uh, it's a different Tom Green, not uh -huh. that Tom Green. Uh, he does do. I think he does you a weekly twi Twitch stream of obscure WCW shows, oh. and he sent me a, a Google Drive with all the Saturday nights. So now wow. I am going to, I am going to do more work, folks. I'm going to scan through the Saturday nights, and there is actually info on the shows that carries over wow. to the Nitros. Like for example, on the previous, I watched the Saturday night before this one and the one after this one. You're on uh, this Nitro. Okay. I mean, I didn't watch them. I like scanned through them in the half hour <laughs> yeah. before we started because I don't. The matches are like whatever. Who cares? But there is story progression. Yeah. We, there was another Dread Pirate Hogan 
thing in on that set on Saturday night. And he brought in Macho Man, who also had that phantom mask on, which I was like blown away. But but there was nothing near the level of corniness of the original promo. It was just them essentially hyping the match Hogan versus Sting and asking right. what side is Sting on. That was the only real uh, storyline development. And yes. we learn... Oh, go ahead. Just, I gotta say, if we didn't do this show mm-hmm. and you did not tell me that Hogan is supposed to be a heel right now, I wouldn't know I just would have thought. No, I know. just, I just would have thought this is weird. Yeah, and yeah. it is weird. It is weird. It, the whatever they're trying to get across with any of this, they've done it for months. Yeah, they've had so much time dedicated to what they're doing, and I do not understand. This. Well, they don't like, it, but it, that comes down to Hogan being a prick. Because yeah. in the match, he's working as a chicken shit heel, but still doing the like. The, yeah, still doing, he's the, doing the comeback. Cupping. He's doing all the stuff. So uh, he, the Hulk thing. I, I didn't go. understand the Hulk up. It well, makes no we're, sense. We're jumping ahead. We're jumping ahead. Yeah. We're, 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 let, let's start. We see, we start on Bischoff, who introduces all the co hosts, and then, of uh, course, introduces Pepe. Pepe Cowboy Pepe. Cowboy Again. Cow print. Cowboy Pepe. Oh my God, Shawn Michaels, Pepe! I look at my, I, I said out loud, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> when they <showed laughs> chaps, beautiful. Oh, just like, and honestly, Mongo with a great call right off the bat, being like, "Hey, this main event is insane that yep. this is on yeah. free TV." So it's like he's starting to get it a little bit, and then later he is Mongo. And then, a little yeah. behind the scenes, this is a big, very competitive night. The night before was WWF Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And at the Survivor Series, Bret Hart defeated Diesel to become the new WWF champion. Big. So there was a title change. So both shows are going head-to-head live, and all month, WWF is going to be live for the first time ever. So they're feeling the heat. Uh, and you can feel it because Bischoff is desperate. Desperately asking people, do not change the channel. Just watch our fucking show. He says it all night. All night. And uh, we start with, uh, this is the night of rematches, because the first match is the Shark versus Scott Flash Norton. And I will say this was the best match they've had. Oh, Oh, no, they they did have a match two weeks ago. Oh, they did. Uh, And it was nothing. This was actually much better. They finally blew off since 9-11. They finally blew it off. Listen, (laughs) Scott pinned the Shark. Mission accomplished. Let's I want to mention <laughs> they they mentioned that his nickname Flash was from his days in arm wrestling, which reminded me that Scott Flash Norton has a cameo in the Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling vehicle over the top. Over the top. Incredible, That's right? Jordan, are you Dude. a Scott Norton believer now, or are you still not? Oh, here's the thing: I never wasn't a believer in the. I just think. The fact that they've sold Flash now definitely works. And I also love it because this match specifically looks like two different, like, barbecue restaurant owners fighting over Yes. Yes. It's unbelievable. Who gets to man the grill? Yeah. I actually really like You stole my recipe, you (laughs) son of a bitch. Uh, That was mine, man. I had it before 9-11. I had it before. I've been putting Dr. Pepper in it since my daddy. (laughs) <laughs> and, I, and the match ended with a power slam, yo. which 
It's totally believable though because it looked awesome. Slam. Yeah, not even just the rate a body slam, a regular. A, You're right. A yeah, not even a power. It slam. was it was power just because it landed. They both bumped, therefore it's power. But it's, that's mostly oh. because of Shark's size. Yeah, and it like getting him up like that. I was like, holy fuck. It, they were hope they sold it like it was Hogan Andre. Yeah. They were like, oh, he's done it. <laughs> it was. I mean, this match was dog shit, but that was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. You know what was fucking awesome? I noticed that I, it, the whole time we've seen Shark. Yeah, we've all been like, what a. I feel terrible for this man having yeah. to do this dog shit children's birthday party gimmick, <laughs> but then I noticed that the. That shark has covered up a tattoo with a shark on his arm, on his bicep. Which was that pre gimmick, or was that Dude, like? Because he... you got to think about this in this age of wrestling. If a guy came in and they had one tattoo, that was their logo for the rest of their life. You're right. So I'm wondering if Eric was like, "Whoa, badass shark, man! I've got an. I think I got something for that." <laughs> and here's the no, thing: so if it was originally. That... Like a tiger, and then he got it covered up to be a shark. Post, As it, I love that he's like, I can't have the the tiger and the, <laughs> the shark be friends. I can only have one guy. It's a shark, actually. <laughs> shark, uh, dude. The, it, well, here's the thing. Either way, it's like, oh, you like my shark, dude? Fuck yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Or it's, you know what? This shark gimmick has got something. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna buy houses. With this Somebody, gimmick. this, I mean, like Shark and Disco Inferno on one show, twelve weeks in a row. It just showed Crazy. like this was never gonna work forever. You know, nope. the NWO without the NWO, this company would have folded in 1996. They would have like without Hogan at all. They would have folded with some of this shit. This is crazy. It's this yeah. fucking sucks. Heenan this has saying, nothing to do with Hogan, and it sucks. Heenan before, <laughs> yeah, before the opener saying, like you never, I never thought I'd say this, but I want Sting to beat Hogan was maybe feel good moment of the show for me. Yeah, that's canonically beautiful. insane to hear. Yeah, felt good. It felt great. Bobby's so. Bobby was Bobby had hating. great zingers this episode. Bobby and Mean Gene with the with like fucking kill shots, dude. Dude, because the, the promo happens after this with Kevin Sullivan, and Kevin Su Sullivan is bumbling and stumbling through whatever, and eventually Mean Gene just goes, "Okay, and what's your point?" <laughs> he also opens it with the way you've been stirring the pot; it's starting to really smell. On, dude. <laughs> I, I'm shooting forward here, and I'm so sorry, but there's a point where Mongo says, like, man, your breath smells. Dude, you need a mint. Dude, I, wrote, like, I wrote on my notes, Mongo with the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And then brain coming back going, like, my breath smells? You stink. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, Dude, this stuff. chilly spot is... Yeah. What, what, hold on, hold on. There's one more Gene thing. And when he closes the, the interview, he's like, 
All right, thank you very much. Two of the biggest pieces of human garbage that I have ever, that I can ever recall. Like with the most deadpan professional oh. delivery, I was dying. He's perfect, man. He's Gene. the best. I love and him. And that's that's what does that's why this show works is because you have Bobby Heenan and you have Mean Gene. Like two of the best guys to ever talk on a microphone in any facet whatsoever. Yeah. Like that's what why matters. are they not the commentary team? At this why point? is Eric yeah. doing anything? That's the other thing about Saturday night. The commentary team is Tony Schiavone and Dusty Rhodes, <sighs> and it's beautiful. It's why? So it's on, dude, why I mean, but not on this thing. also? Jordan, Sue, eventually Sue. the 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 pay-per-view commentary teams is Bobby Heenan, Dusty, and Tony. And Tony, yeah. And, that's and it's really amazing. Good. Uh, there was also one line by Mongo uh, in the in the previous match. I, he said, "This is surf and turf, baby. A shark versus a rhinoceros." I loved it. I, lo- I really love in the Mongoisms. That was fucking awesome. Uh, oh we God. got a Disco Inferno bullshit spot up next. I wrote in my notes here: uh, Disco KYS. I don't know <laughs> what could that mean. Mm. Something mm. dope. Something, probably something dope. Something hopeful and positive. Yeah, absolutely. It, it means that we like it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That we're here's the thing. They did this already. Yeah, it may, uh, two times. Eddie Guerrero has interrupted Disco Inferno doing something. Yeah, and, I don't get like, it. Like three times, and the problem with that is Eddie Guerrero should not be interrupting anybody because he's mm. at work. Yeah, yeah, straight up. <laughs> This, Let this man go dude, to work. 12 weeks of Disco Inferno coming out and dancing and being like, hey, what the heck? And then going to the back. Like, this has to be one of the worst creative decisions ever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, one he of the worst things wrestle, a guy ever wrote. He wrestles on Saturday night just like a jobber, but it's a nothing, nothing match. Uh, and, the, yeah, I don't know. Like, who finds this funny? Or, like, who... Does he have some sort of compromising footage of <laughs> to know, get himself on television like. every week? It's, it seems that everything that is like written or planned for the show is the worst thing yeah. in the world. Yeah. We have seen in a row the worst <laughs> wrestling has to offer yeah. <laughs> in 12 episodes. And this then... Is- we get this I will say match. this is one of the stronger episodes uh, because, I, yeah, so where we're advertising. Oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, do the wrestling, I think that there's stuff that happens in spite yeah. of, like, oh, the I see pre-planned yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. stuff. The right, All their like, bits their are bits, terrible. If, are like, a awful. guy gets to go to the ring and just talk, he can save it. Yeah. But yeah. if it's, like, you got to sell... Uh, Hollywood Halloween. You got to sell Halloween Hogan. You got to make it work. <laughs> Halloween Hogan. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, we're adver- advertised Flair and Guerrero, which dude, I was like, holy shit. Dude, I was looking down, passionately eating a bagel. And yeah. I heard, uh, was it was it Bobby that was like, we've got Eddie Guerrero versus Ric Flair up next. I like choked and gasped. Yeah. Was what like, kind of bagel? I'm, What? Uh, and then I and then I wrote in my notes, holy fucking shit, oh my god. And then the next note is, god damn it. Uh, yeah, because then we, so we do get Eddie Guerrero. Ric Flair actually Brian injured Hill. himself. He injured himself. Uh-huh. I learned uh, in the Wrestling Observer, which by the way we have to spend like five minutes after talking yeah. about all the gossip so. in the Wrestling Observer. Uh, so Flair got an injury on the weekend shows uh, oh. to his shoulder, and so he couldn't wrestle, which is why he gave this excuse that he was. 
uh, above wrestling Eddie Guerrero. Still a flair, a wonderful like thirty second promo. Yeah, it was good, and it was very. It made sense. I'll keep the jet running. Is great. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I love, and honestly, if you're going to have a replacement, Brian Pillman couldn't be a better replacement. These two guys gelled so well. They had a 2023 wrestling yeah. match. There it was, was dude, it was here. lit. It was started fucking on fire. On fire. It was so good. Uh, Guerrero tries to do a top rope plancha and the best counter dropkick I've ever seen. They do People do the spot all the time. And I always feel it's mistimed yeah. where like the dropkick looks too weak. But this was perfect. It was perfect. And Bobby, but, all the while, is putting Eddie over by burying him masterfully. Yeah. Yes. Like being like, everybody won't shut up about this Eddie Guerrero guy. God. Yeah, I get he's, you know, he's handsome and he's fast and he's yeah. cool, but like, whatever. Yeah. That's probably. They won't stop talking about it. Like, yeah, uh-huh. Eddie Guerrero. Oh, my God. He can do all the wrestling moves. He can fuck my wife better than me. I get it. He Eddie smells Guerrero. good. He ta- I mean, he tastes good, I can only assume. <laughs> <laughs> and Guerrero does this, this dive from the top rope to the entranceway. Yeah. Per- Brian Pillman couldn't be in better position. Dude. Right there to catch him. It looked so safe. He caught what him a like problem. a baby. That was like a, a a worthy of the TV intro opening credits yeah. type dive. Yeah. The shot was really good, too. Dude, that like Brain Buster towards the oh end. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. So Brain good. Buster to frog splash. Oh, my God. A, an incredible frog splash. With a clean finish. Yeah. What yeah. An, and I, and I want to say, Brian Pillman, total professional. I, I assume Pillman was winning. And you'll notice uh, Guerrero gives him the respect of hooking both legs. Yeah. And Pillman does not attempt the shitty three and a half kick out. He's done. He instead waits until Guerrero lets go of the pin to show his frustration that he can't believe yeah. that this guy beat him. Mm-hmm. It was a t- like he put him over like a million bucks. This it was is so the best good. Eddie Guerrero yeah. has looked in WCW so far. I agree. It is also a fucking uphill hill battle for them because of the Ric Flair. I didn't know the context of the Ric Flair thing. So right. Yeah, I didn't know this I until after either. I th- I thought that they set up Ric Flair and then didn't give us Ric Flair, and I thought that that was very funny because immediately when the match starts, Eric is hyping the main event, and he's like, he's like, eh, eh, like don't don't turn away. We have the biggest main event yeah. of all time, and I in my head I'm like, you are hyping up the a big match with the two most famous guys on the show, yeah. and you also promised us a match. With the third most yeah. famous guy in the show, and it didn't happen. Yeah, it's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Like, I know this thing didn't happen, but please, I promise you. Oh my god! Like, I don't. It's been lit. twelve weeks. Why would I trust you anymore? Yeah, You're yeah. Always, you always be lying <laughs> and, on here. And they knew that Flair couldn't wrestle. Why not have Flair do this promo at the very beginning of the because show? Because like, it's why more. Even? It's more Flair esque to be like, yeah. I'm not wrestling to you people. But then, right, right, and then we get the Eddie win to you know get the feel good moment out of it, which shows faith in him from the company. Yeah. So if, yeah, if that it really, I felt really good watching watching Eddie win. This was, oh, I felt yeah. comforted. I was very happy about it. Yeah. I agree. The show turns here. It sure does Jordan. for for a second, yeah. and then I wrote in my note, uh, I I I I did a classic, Colin. We're eating good, and then. 
fucking Big Bubba comes out and Hawk comes out and I'm like, we're eating uh, shit. We're eating shit. <laughs> but uh, Hawk, dude, Hawk with a Road Warrior pop at this show is fucking yeah. loud as hell. Well, dude, uh, they were in M- Macon, Georgia, so this is Road oh, Warrior country. Big time. Um, I will say Hawk, like bo- bike Boss Man, one of big the most Bubba. generous heels to ever work. Mm-hmm. Like he's so big and so menacing and can do so many things, but still plays the like no 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 no, no please role yeah. so well that I yeah. I didn't hate this match at all. I actually thought this was fine. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They they it was a big guy stiff match. Yeah, uh, you didn't like it, Jordan. I see by your reaction. You 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 you're all busted. You, what, <laughs> dude? Well, the finish, I hated the the finish oh, is a guy trips big boss man and Hawk pins him. Yeah, no, the finish was silly, and then Hawk is like, "I told you, I'm bad." So it's like, "What do you mean?" Yeah, but it, I'm, oh, that he, I'm, I'm, I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. Oh, I okay. I, I thought he said bad. For some yeah, I told yeah. you, I'm back. <laughs> Are you though? Are you back? like? <laughs> Them, I, well, I, I, I love just, a hoss fight. You know? Yeah, sure. So I wanted two of the best because I didn't get it either. But it turns out that Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who is the guy who ran in and tripped Big Bubba, is facing Big Bubba at the pay-per-view this Sunday in a tape fist match. And which is why they were doing that whole tape fist thing, which Bubba completely messed up. At one point, Bubba took a spot in the corner and the the brass knuckles fell out of his pocket. I am 100% oh, right. certain they, they were not supposed to fall out because the camera leaves it in the shot, but nobody talks about it. And the ref goes out of his way to look away from the brass knucks and Bubba quickly puts him back in his pocket. That was uh, funny. He did it all bashfully. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, so this was, this was a total, I, that part sucked. I agree. Yeah. George. But now I, like, I like that part. That's like a, that's like it, when uh, your, fia- <laughs> your girlfriend sees the ring before you can propose. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> so some great moments on commentary. I have in my notes. Uh, Bischoff saying that he lived in the rough part of Chicago on Rush Street, uh, and he would watch Road Warrior Hawk, uh, the Road Warriors from Chicago, get into fights there. I wish we had Bo on this week to confirm that Rush Street. Uh, Rush Street is actually rough. a pretty good neighborhood. Uh. <laughs> is that your Bo? That's my Bo. No. That's my. Or is that just Morrissey, a Chicago? Man. Yeah, that's just yeah. Chicago. Uh, at one point, uh, my hero Bub- Andrew Morrissey. <laughs> Bubba doesn't. An incredible, uh, what's that? Like, like uh, a belly. I can't even think of the move. The the Arn Anderson uh, spine his signature spine buster. Thank you. Oh my god, my my wrestling brain. Yeah, he did, he really did. He he did a great and, and brain marked out. He was like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. the hawk has been grounded." <laughs> and then Mongo pipes in. He got his clip. He got his wings clipped, didn't he, darling? Like what? <laughs> The brain, darling. Meanwhile, Eric is uh, I like won't that. shut up about a potential debut happening at World War Three. He's like, you never know, right? Never oh, know and this is also happen. where they reveal who the third giant is, which is the one man gang who hasn't been a main eventer for over seven years. Like, this is such a hack. The uh, third giant. He's not even that tall. There was a segment on Saturday night where we see him in the Dungeon of Doom set, and I'm like, oh, wow, I'm so glad we were spared this. Yeah. When did uh, when did fucking Hugh Morris join the Dungeon of Doom? I missed that. The, this week. This just happened. This was uh, this. This past, 
this past Saturday, he had just joined Hugh Morris. You, you see it in the Saturday Night Teaser that this new wrestler on the prowl, Hugh Morris, like humorous. Is, is yeah, the, I was going to say, like, it's a cop, but he's he's not a comedy bit. No. His, name His is bit is that he, he giggles. Like Joker. He just box. laughs. Yeah. It's bad. And that's that's the famed uh, Bill DeMott, can't, the, Correct. the uh, canceled NXT oh. coach guy. Yeah, the former uh, WWE abusive coach. NXT coach, Bill DeMott. Was, uh, was guys, once I, I'm really thankful that there was only 12 episodes of Nitro. Uh, so it's been nice doing <laughs> the show with you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Glad, glad it's over. I get it, man. It's main event time. <laughs> oh it's main event time. But this main event, it's pretty, pretty, dope, dope, pretty good. I wrote sick. Kill Him Sting. Crowd is yeah. hot. Yes. This shit rocks. This fucking the, dude, uh, Sting the coming Dumb out. Mask. Oh, Sting coming out in Hogan colors. <sighs> after Love that. Weeks ago, Hogan told them not to wear those colors. Love an immediate so fuck you. Awesome. He looked so awesome. He looks that amazing. jacket. Him growing his hair. He's like the only dude in the world <laughs> with hair growing out <laughs> the blonde. Yeah. He also had like a five o'clock shadow going a little bit. This he episode, looks fucking gorgeous. Yeah. He looked great. He's the best wrestler of all time. Absolutely. And and watching them work each other, he makes Hogan look so bad. Hogan is so much better than Hogan. I know, man. Why why are you wasting your time with Hogan? Like Hogan, first of all, he, he wore the dumb phantom mask, which I could not believe he wore that. He barely could get over the guardrail to sneak into the ring. The whole crowd is booing him because, again, they're in Macon, Georgia, like prime WCW country who hated Hogan for like WWF would never yeah. tour there. So all these people hated Hogan. He's the away team. Right. And the crowd is booing so long and Sting looks like such a doofus being like, where's Hogan? Where's Hogan? Finally, he attacks him. Hogan has to play the heel. Like we said, Hogan is Chicken this is shit, a, dude. This is the first time Hogan has carried the match as the heel in maybe 10 years, probably. Yeah. And he has no offense. None. He does. Look, I just started jujitsu, not to brag, but only to say <laughs> that Hulk Hogan did the absolute worst arm bar I have ever seen. It was like in triple slow motion. He like he carried Stingo and it looked terrible. Poor Sting had to sell this awful arm bar. And it's so funny that people always bring up the videos of Hogan in Japan where it's like, look, yeah. this is him in Japan. He can actually work. And all of that stuff is like month one wrestling school stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Absolutely. And now he's doing, he's not even doing yeah, that. He does this. like the spin over the, the crouched body or and whatever. Meanwhile, Sting <laughs> is doing like the most beautiful running cross body you've ever seen. Dude, uh, a, just a drop kick like a, he's a doing drop, drop kick salts, like I've never dude. seen. Drop salts. He's doing six four height vert drop salts, dude. There was a cool it's spot where he does he does the stinger splash and Hogan catches him. Yeah. In a bear hug. That was pretty that bad. Was that shit, was like man. the one time I had to hand it to Hogan. This match is good. Uh, straight up. This match is good. Straight up. up until the ending, which I thought would have happened like one minute in. At yeah. least they gave them nine. Like it was, I had such low expectations that yeah. they blew past them. The yeah. Dude, uh, the second Scorpion Deathlock. Awesome. I was like. I was so I was mad. Like, Yo, this is insane. 
I was so mad that Hogan broke the Scorpion deadlock at first. I was like, how dare you? I know. Like, they need to protect this finisher. What the fuck? But... I, I took it back immediately because then then Sting gets out of the way of the leg drop, a hamstring injury, puts in the Scorpion Deathlock, and basically had the match won. Had, Hogan yeah. is telling the ref, I'm not going to be able to make it. Yeah. And then he the says, match He's going to break my leg. He's going to break my leg. Into the camera. It's fucking bad. On, on it's the following. It's, it's so good. It's I was losing. I was like, fuck yes, Stan. Yeah. You show him who's the franchise. Straight up, dude. Dude, how was this not this, the Starcade 97 finish, but the tap? Do the oh, exact same, the same, same thing. Exact same thing. Yeah. Exact I would have seen every single spot is the same, but he but the the ref rings the bell. He wasn't tan, Jordan. So they he couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, he was out of shape. That was their excuse. Fucking that was Bishop. Sting's the best wrestler uh, of all time. Uh, this of This is Hogan's best match ever. <laughs> best match literally ever. Ever. We were saying this in the week you were gone, uh, Colin. I think it's extremely funny because, like, the Ultimate Warrior and Sting were a tag team. Yeah. And, like, Sting is the, is, like, Sting is kind of Vince McMahon's dream that yeah, he never got. 100%. Like, he, there's a world where Sting gets the ultimate warrior spot and this match like happens at WrestleMania six yeah. and Sting is like Sting's the double the champion. And then and he remain can, that way forever because he's like forever. a really guy. <laughs> oh my the God. best. Because the thing is, in the, under the like right circumstances, like the ultimate warrior would have continued to be the guy. Yeah, yeah. Until like. If he had gotten uh, better at wrestling and was like a nice guy, I'm sure it would have been great. Yeah, he would have beat John Cena in like 2012. Like, crazy. There was a great Heenan and Mongo exchange during this match. Uh, Bischoff is like losing his shit. Like, oh, how could these two fight? They're the two biggest stars in WCW. And Mongo's like, ah, oh, me and my younger brother would fight like this all the time. Heenan not missing a beat goes, yeah, but he's nine. <laughs> just like perfect Bobby. timing. He's perfect. He's the best ever. So good. So good. overall, fast fifty minutes for me. This one yeah. totally blew by. It was blasted and the by. Perf perfect ending for to set up the pay per view that has a battle royal. Like they showed that the giant could be eliminated if that was cool. The two guys work together. Work together. Is this yeah, the go home? What a, this is the go home. Oh World my War III God. is this Sunday. Let's go. Yeah, World yeah. War III. Oh, fuck. I'm World so War excited. Next. Wow. Uh, I want to go through the card because we definitely don't have to watch the whole <laughs> show because uh, there's, there, there's some filler. But uh, so the opening match is for the world television title. This feud has been going on during Saturday night, which is Johnny B. Bad versus Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> If Johnny B. Bad wins, the Diamond Doll is freed from her contract with Diamond Dallas Page, and she can go with Johnny B. Bad. This is good the stuff. Div <laughs> the divorce is final. Oh, this is good stuff. <laughs> I love so that. You know, I mean, that's I'm gonna rock. My boy, JBB. Yeah. I knew you were gonna watch that. That that match got like three stars from Meltzer, so that's a good one. Yeah, Anything over cool. three is worth watching. Uh, next, th this match didn't even get a rating. The taped fist match: Big Bubba Rogers versus Jim Duggan. I don't give a crap. Come I'll on. never know. <laughs> this next match got four stars from the Observer. I cannot wait to watch this. They flew in four top Japanese Joshis, uh, the women wrestlers. What? Akira Hokuto and Bull Nakano. Wow. Whoa. 
to take on Cutie Suzuki and Mayumi Ozaki. Wow. This match is going to fuck. Yeah, this <laughs> this match is going to be so good. What the uh, hell? Yeah. That's awesome. Then That's we so get sick. the new United States Heavyweight Champion, which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, Sting is no longer the U.S. champion. Yeah, what I'm happened? not sure if they mentioned it on commentary. There was not, a show in Japan the week before. They had a, a, a crossover pay-per-view, like a Forbidden Door type event, and Sting lost the U.S. title to Kensuke Sasaki. And so Kinsuki Sasaki is going to be defending. I guess they didn't want to mention that because Sting is in the main event yeah, and all that. But he's he's defending it against Chris Benoit at the oh, pay-per-view. So that, that should be a pretty badass match. That's gonna be that's gonna be good. It's gonna be good, and there's nothing we can do about no. it. <laughs> uh, then, <laughs> Sadly. Then there's Savage versus Luger. And that's apparently some. They're, they're, uh, from what I read, it's like there's. It's a big storyline match. There's a storyline thing. Okay. I'll watch and then it. the pre-battle royal match is Sting versus Ric Flair. I mean, we've already established these two always make magic oh my together. God. Also, this card is all stacked. This card is sick. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch and the then, tape uh, too. Yeah. Whatever at this point. <laughs> and then of course the three ring. 60-man battle royal. Each ring has a set of commentators for that ring. Fucking so we're going to hear Dusty on the show. We're going to hear the C-team. Chris Cruz is going to be on the show. He's Jesus like the C-team announcer. So that's how deep the roster goes. This is going to be every wrestler in WCW. They're going to be bringing in special guests. Uh, it's going to be a mess. But you know who won't be there? Sabu will no longer be there. You might remember during the first match on the WCW Hotline tease, they said Mike Tenay, uh has the exclusive scoop on a wrestler who's no longer in WCW. Funny enough, Sabu was watching at the time mm -hmm. and called the hotline, and that is how he learned <laughs> that he got fired. What? Uh, uh, he actually, yeah, so there's a whole thing about Sabu in the Wrestling Observer this week. In, in fact, this is a very interesting issue of the Wrestling Observer. Wow. Uh, and the reason that I say this is because there's a lot of uh, bits of information that Meltzer prints in here that uh, essentially upset Hulk Hogan to the point that on the World War III pay-per-view, you will get to see an interview segment where Hulk Hogan calls out the wrestling observer newsletter wow. it's gonna be awesome okay Damn. so well, i we gotta hear this dirt okay so well the sabu thing is like i'll save the sabu thing for last so first he's they talk he talks about the ratings for nitro versus raw mm -hmm. and he says that and nitro won the night they won two they got a 2.5 rating to the raw 2.3 rating wow and but Meltzer says it's actually a disappointment. They should be really upset about this because this is the biggest match WCW had to offer, and they only got 0.2 higher than Raw. So they, they, it's week 12 of the show existing. Well, how is that a disappointment? Uh, well, uh, he says, this is what he said. Neither figure can be considered successful. The Hogan-Sting dream match drew a lower number than the Flair-Anderson cage match a few weeks prior, which wow. shows even with the best match possible, Hulk Hogan has no juice left to have a major impact on ratings. You better believe he is upset about that line. Wow. 
Uh, he later goes, yep. Hogan, dressed in all black and played peel, was booed out of the Macon Coliseum by the largely papered full house of 6,000. Imagine, paper means giving tickets away for free, by the way. Right. Imagine having to paper heavily a Hogan Sting match and only doing a $13,000 house. So That's a lot. Ice cold. A lot of, oh, my God. He, he's fucking... So he's he his it. retort is live on pay per view, live on pay per view, Daddy. <laughs> that's that's is that really good. The, that's, that's good the shit, be, that's the biggest match they they had is well, Sting, Fla- and, like, yeah. Sting and Hogan. That's the money match. That's like that's their two big faces. Yeah, if it was Wait, Sting, Hogan, Flair, Triple Threat, that's the biggest match. And, they and already, Macho yeah, Man. Hogan's yeah. first match in was Hogan versus Flair, so they yeah. gave it away right away. Right, so. Uh, that's gone. Uh, Macho and Hogan, I guess, but Macho and Hogan we've seen before in WWF. Right. Hogan versus Sting never ever happened before. Right. So it was the the right. biggest this match they could possibly offer. They just well, gave they, it away. Yeah, and they well they gave it away and didn't ever like they loosely alluded to it on yeah. the last episode. So right. they're mostly promoting this match, like from this the episode. show. Yeah, yeah. I I'm wondering if they like actually pushed it for a couple of weeks like I agree if you, had, if you had a week break in there would it actually make a difference but do people know that this was happening it's also i did week 12 i've only I taken just, two weeks off two or three weeks off the show and i was i saw right, like some the, people can't watch every week yeah well i i think that's the other thing is it was we brought up earlier like the rick flair match didn't happen there's probably a lot of people yeah. based on watching the show for 12 weeks were like it's going to be a schmaz. The match won't yeah, happen. They're going to fool me again. Yeah. And then, and then, then the there. finish was bullshit. So it's like week 12, you're establishing that there's almost no reason to watch this show. Right. Yeah. Just <laughs> and, watch and there's the been plenty of bullshit finishes all yeah. throughout the previous uh, three months. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, he also claims that Flair's shoulder injury is so bad that he will not be able to wrestle until after Christmas which is, of course, countered by Ric Flair wrestling that Sunday at the pay-per-view. So that I think that also plays into like them trying to call out Meltzer as being a liar, which, look, 30 years later, nothing's changed with wrestlers trying to call him out. So I quickly want to read this segment because it's so... Yeah, well, I mean, hey. uh, He's being fed some false information. It's the the dumbest profession ever. Because any wrestler can be like, I'm going to tell him this thing to get myself over, and he's going to print it. Yeah, and, and like, how do you verify? You, know? you can't. Like, you just have you, to go, really this guy me. told me this. Mm-hmm. And you can't even say you, that. <laughs> and you want to write salacious stuff because that's how you get the, the readers. So he has this whole thing about the Sabu thing, which is crazy. And then we could end on this. This is the last bit that I thought was good. Uh, Sabu had been working with WCW, although to the best of our knowledge, never had signed a contract offered to him. WCW had been upset with Sabu for numerous reasons, such as him brawling out of the ring more than they wanted and going longer than scheduled in some television matches. Additionally, the Sheik was not supposed to throw fire at the pay-per-view show and it caught everyone at WCW by surprise. He was just getting his bag and saying, fuck you, I'm going back to WCW. He's got to make sure he gets booked again. Badass. Sabu was unhappy at being a mid-card performer, and those in WWF say he insisted on not having his weight. And Oh, I guess uh, 
in WCW. I think that was a typo by Meltzer. Uh, insisted on not having his weight announced because of the belief that if he was categorized as a junior heavyweight, he could not work on top. WCW allows its wrestlers to work indie shows provided they don't work for WWF, ECW, or Smoky Mountain Wrestling, which was Jim Cornette's promotion, right. which are considered enemy promotions. It was no secret within the company that the wrestlers and booking committee, while admitting to his uh, guts and his work ethic, thought he was a poor worker, which is why they kept his matches short. <laughs> Sabu, who had left for Japan a Japan tour at the press time and wasn't able to be reached had told another reporter before leaving that he had called up Bischoff on November 20th, which was uh, the day of this nitro and Bischoff told him he was too busy to talk with him at the time. That's when he watched the nitro saw the little gossip bit that somebody from WCW is no longer there. Uh, uh, and called and learned about it. Unbelievable. Uh, he hadn't been told anything at that point. While it has been reported elsewhere that Sabu had quit WCW, no one in WCW was aware of it, nor was Sabu, although many were aware of the tensions. Wow. Wow. Yeah, crazy stuff. And then he went back That's to so ECW. So pr pretty, pretty wild stuff, folks. And then, and then, yeah, now we have World War III, which should be fun. Uh, I'm going to have a great time. The Battle Royal is going to be such a mess. It's gonna be awesome. I, I can't wait. It's I, anytime I've ever heard a wrestling idea that's like, that sounds like too much. I've been like, it's just fantastic. Gonna be. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. They should bring like, this back uh, it's now. A, it's a, a fifty ring. swords match. There's oh. gonna be fifty swords in the ring, and the I'm like, great. Man, yeah. <laughs> Let them use all of them. Precisely. Well, that I mean, yeah. this was a great episode of Nitro. I loved it. Absolutely. A great a great way for you to pop back in here, Colin. It's yeah, great this is a good time. You. It's great to see you guys. You look gorgeous. You look gorgeous. Stop it. Look at that mullet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Cool. It's what kind of mullet? Uh, we got to figure out what kind of mullet you got going on here. Me? We have uh, amongst, amongst the universe of mullets that we've right. talked about on this show. Right, right. It's a what modern, did you, what, what modern were you man's going mullet, you know? I was going to say, you have like a... Uh, Kurt Russell, Big Trouble, Little China. Mold. Sure, it's kind of a oh. Chris, Chris Benoit. I was, I, I didn't want to. I, that's where my mind was. I was like, I guess of all the people on the show, it kind of looks like Chris Benoit. Benoit. I didn't ask it's for the Benoit. Benoit, Benoit, Benoit. I was given the Benoit, and I'll take it. Well, do you have a similar uh, uh, thickness to your hair? So yeah, it's not yeah. like you could help it. Yeah, it's fine. Mm. Thanks for watching. Follow us, Nitropod, on social media. I love Big my thanks. wife. <laughs> <laughs> he loves his wife love, and dogs. I love my wife and, and my we love we we love our editor Rob Benzer. Thank oh. you for making this look all pretty. Rob's the best. And uh, thank you we're for watching. No, yeah, we're definitely not gonna uh, shoot Robin. <laughs> Neither <laughs> Rob, I hope. <sighs> no yeah. Robs. Nope. Rob's good too. No, Rob needs to hurt. live. I'm not Chris Benoit. I. <laughs> That's Colin Young. He's doing a good job, well, mate. good. Maybe I need a fucking haircut. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.